0: afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased you are all here with me today. We've got a wonderful show in store for you. Um, but first, I have a little bit of announcement. Um, I'm truly honored, pleased, humbled, um, and joyful um, to have been asked to become the executive director of the Evolutionary Business Council and it is uh truly um an amazing announcement we we just announced it to the membership yesterday um there is some change of the organization in terms of ownership and leadership and um I was asked if I would be willing to step in and run it which I'm so pleased to do so um, many of you know i've had many guests from the evolutionary business council on my show over the years i've been a member for probably six seven eight years nine years i'm i think i'm the last founding member who joined as a founding member and so to um uh, to be asked to run the organization was a big thrill for me and uh you'll hear more about that in the future. Right now, for the next couple of months, we're gonna be going through a huge uh, transition phase. And uh, once we get through the transition and uh, we have some systems in place and stuff, uh, I'll, I'll start talking about that more. Anyway, welcome to today's show. I am really uh, thrilled and happy uh, to get us started. But first, of course, We have our uh, little section from my book, uh, Everyday Awakening, uh, which, of course, you can find at everydayawakeningbook.com. And uh, let's get into it because this is kind of a long one. I haven't had a long section like this in a while. And this section is entitled, How We Feel About Life Depends Upon the Projections We Send Out. This is an important one. We see things in life all the time that we are sure are real. How someone says something to us and the meaning behind it seems clear to us. Our memories are also filled with moments that we are certain happened a specific way. And it's true. All these life experiences actually happened yet our memories of them are filled with our own mental projections what our friend did was done quote because they don't like us quote what our partner said was said quote because they're mad at us quote what why our parents acted as they acted quote because they are not proud of us quote we constantly think we know what is going on inside someone else's mind. Yet what we are doing is projecting our own feelings and interpretations onto our experience. Perhaps our friend was just in a rush and forgot to be polite. Perhaps our partner got some bad news we don't know about and they are mad about. it. Perhaps our parents just learned that a friend of theirs died and they're upset over it. How we interpret the world around us has less to do with the actual events and more about how we feel about ourselves. Do we feel deep inside that we're not good enough? Do the things we experience make us feel less than? Do we feel that there's something wrong with us? Do our relationships trigger those feelings? Do we feel that we don't deserve good things? Do we often feel that the other person is taking advantage of us? It's not so cut and dry. Our perspective and self-image have a lot to do with it. Perhaps when we get triggered, we can use this feeling as an opportunity to look inside ourselves. Perhaps when we feel someone is against us, we can check in and see if we are battling with ourselves. Perhaps instead of assuming it's always about the other person, we can take a step back and look for the thoughts and feelings we are projecting onto them and claim them as our own. we begin to recognize the projections we put on others we realize that there is so much we are making up ourselves as we learn to drop those projections we see a clearer picture of what and who is before us can you begin to recognize some of your own projections so i i wrote this section back probably shortly after I started doing the ceremonial work that I do um because although this this concept of projections this isn't anything new I mean this is something I've known about for a while but somehow it, it, it just really uh, struck me I guess maybe my experience in, in, in the ceremony uh really hit me in a deeper way but i just so got to see in my own life how much the stories i make up the the reasons why i believe things happened i I mean going from like things that happened five ten years ago to things that happened when i was a little child how much of that Is really all about what I was feeling about myself and projecting onto the situation not really about the situation itself and that when you really get to know the real truth of things and and stop assuming we know why everyone did everything and stop assuming that we know other people's motivations and and what they're thinking what they're feeling when we can pull ourselves back from that and just look at it for what it is and stop making up these these stories about us it so shifts our life and so shifts how we feel about life and what's going on and 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 the interpretations we make from them and and so i i i wrote this section to kind of express i guess what what i had learned about myself and projections and i hope that this can help people in some way to see that we are the creators of our life And one of the ways in which we create our life is through the projections we put onto other people. And that those projections are often not so much about the other person, but about how we're feeling in the moment. And It's something that I feel the more conscious we are, the more mindful we are, the more we can at least consider the possibility that maybe we're projecting something onto someone, that that can be the first step to being more awake, more aware more conscious in our own life. So I don't know if this resonates with you or not, but my my request, my invitation for this coming week is to just stop and, and notice when are you projecting onto someone else what they must be feeling, thinking, why they're doing something what are their motivations just notice when we do that and take a step back and ask ourselves is that really true and how do we know and just by at the be, being aware and asking those questions perhaps just maybe we might notice something a little different so that's my invitation for you this week i hope you can can indulge me uh, by trying that and and let me know on next week's show how you do and again so this was uh, the section from my book everyday awakening the section is called how we feel about life depends on the projections we send out and if you like that and you'd like to read more of my writings, uh, my book, Everyday Awakening, it's available on Amazon. It's available in all major bookstores. If you go to everydayawakeningbook.com, it'll take you right to the Amazon listing. But if you're like me and you like to support the small independent bookstores, just go in and ask them to order it for you if they don't have it in stock because we're in a major distributor. So all these bookstores can get it. So I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for uh, indulging me. And uh, now it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show, CEO, founder, and healer, Maria Marshall. Maria is the CEO and founder of Gaia Goddess, a woman's echo community for all ages. Maria is a conscious creative who utilizes social entrepreneurism, storytelling, and community building I love community builders, to inspire, heal, and empower women. Additionally, Maria has worked as a holistic volunteer in gifts Reiki and Reiki training to the disadvantage. Maria also has a strong background in the visual arts and was educated at uh, FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology and Parsons School of Design. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Maria.
1: Sam, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. And I also want to congratulate you because in our last conversation, you recommended the Evolutionary Business Council. And the fact that you've just been appointed is is just kind of mind blowing. So that's a wonderful accomplishment. And I can tell you're so thrilled and proud and I'm so happy for you. Um, I also really loved the excerpt from your book that you shared. I uh, started delving into consciousness with access consciousness years before my kind of real awakening, let's say. Mm -hmm. And I'm uh, such a big believer in question creates awareness. And, you know, we create our lives with our own stories that we tell ourselves. And so we have the power to shape our reality. And I'm as guilty as the next person. Yesterday, I had some... Kind of disappointing news and it triggered very deep grief and sometimes your life will use a circumstance to bring up an energy that you no longer serves you that you need to let go so you can hold more light and love in your heart and i had to process that yesterday and this morning i did some breath work around grief and you i think practice some shamanistic practices or have yes. I know they have some wonderful grief rituals, so I love that you also are. I love shamanism, so I love that you're also (laughs) well versed in that um, in those beautiful uh, modalities that reconnect us to our planet and the wisdom Uh, of the earth. And that's part of what Gaia Goddess is is bringing to the world as well through the healing, is to reconnect the women to themselves and to the. Yes. And we just finished our Maui retreat, which oh. was extraordinary. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. So uh, Maria, I, I want to take our first break, because because when we come back, I want to kind of dive into your background a little bit, because I always like to give my audience some context of, of why you ended up doing and how you ended up coming to be doing what you're doing today. So right. I'd love to kind of just, just to, you know, a thumbnail sketch of like, how did you go from, from being sort of a visual arts major in college and doing all that stuff to to starting a, a woman's uh, uh echo community and and doing these wonderful retreats? Okay.
1: Sounds great.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. And and thank you for the kind words about the uh being appointed to the Evolutionary Business Council. It it's uh definitely a thrill. And it's something I never imagined when when I first joined the organization, because I, I they're just such successful, amazing, uh, truly trans transformational leaders in the organization that um, I, I never considered myself of their uh, caliber. So it, it's really quite an honor. So anyway, everyone, please stay tuned. You are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. And we will be right back with our guest, Maria Marshall, in just a moment. And a quick shout out. Happy Passover. Happy Easter. Spring uh, Equinox. All that wonderful good stuff that's happening right now. It's a full moon last night. um, And uh, we will be right back in just a moment. The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Maria Marshall, uh, founder of Gaia Goddess. And so, Maria, you—you you, you, obviously you're you're a New Yorker like myself. You went to FIT and Parsons. So, so how did you go from being sort of someone focused on the visual arts, and uh, I'm assuming you were a graphic designer of some kind or commercial artist? How did you go from that to doing this uh, amazing work with women today?
1: well you know before i went to fit i was at emerson a musical theater major Ah. and i studied that as a child every saturday i was in plays and singing lessons and i loved being on the stage Mm. and it was funny at one point i guess after i i left my marriage of 26 years and my life in Florida and came to New York. And I said, gee, I have, I've had so many detours along the road, you know, musical theater, I, I still love it. And I write, you know, mm-hmm. the visual arts, interior design. And yes, I've been able, I've always loved fashion as a form of expression and the visual arts. And then I, I remember hearing a quote from Paul Selig's guide to said, nothing you do and no experience you ever have no matter how painful is wasted every bit of it is like in a compost pile it gets used and even painful traumas from your past that you could feel victimized from or you could say wow look what this led me to create so that's part of the answer to the question is i had all of these educational experiences but i see i know I'm doing fashion down the road. I know that the visual Parsons the balance the symmetry helped me create my brand my colors my pitch decks. I know that everything I learned, including, you know, musical theater. I love to be on a stage. I love to talk. I love to express I love. I love energy right when you're on a stage you're actually drawing the audience's energy to you if you're a good performer. they can't take their eyes off you so um i realized it was all part and parcel of the preparation for this business which i believe is my spiritual mission Mm. i um went through a very disempowered childhood and like you said the projections of what did it mean to have a father that was abusive oh he must not have loved me was what the child thought so my inner child never felt loved or worthy of loved how can you manifest anything in this world if you don't feel worthy of love and how you know when we talk about self-love well you can't really get there until you've healed everything that stands Mm -hmm. in the way of that including programming including commercials vogue magazine you're you're not a worthy woman if you don't look like this so i had to literally go back from the time i left uh, a man i loved and a family unit that meant the world to me and was the replacement for the unit that i lost when my dad died and i was seven Mm -hmm. you know i had to walk away from and it scared the you know, scared me to be like leaving something that I felt anchored to me in this world because of all the trauma I had in my childhood. And I had to unravel and I had to reprogram and I had to dig uh, every piece of that up. And yes, I worked with shamans I am a Reiki master. I work with sound and color vibration. I study spiritual teachers. You know, I, when my mother died was my awakening and I literally dove into deep end of the pool. I don't even think I had my arms out in this case. I just mm. dove in and Edgar so, Casey, I was uh, looking for signs of life after death uh, even. I just so so was, that the,
0: was that the incident, your mom dying? Was that what kind of brought you to kind of consider all this spiritual stuff or was it something it that you'd always no had in interest? Oh, okay. you know
1: what as a child i had this existential loneliness deep sadness mm. and feeling i didn't belong on this planet mm. so when i would see a you know a show on aliens or something like i always jump out of my seat, <laughs> and i always was like mom what happens when we die And she never gave me a satisfactory answer. And certainly religion, my faith did not feel, I'm Greek Orthodox. um, I didn't feel like religion held the answers for me because why would God allow this to happen to me? Why would God let a little girl go through this? So I was enraged. And so prior to her death, I started working with access consciousness tools, which are super, you know, a great foundation and I still work with them today and I give them to my other people, but I have an arsenal, right? Of we, a, an integrative practice, let's say. Um, but my mother's death, I think certainly put the fire under me wow. because it okay. was so much unresolved trauma between us right. and, and, and not expressed, he, I didn't get to heal. So mm. then she died and i loved her so much and it felt like such a gaping hole in my soul and it's what started me yeah it's what really got it moving let's just got say
0: but you had already been so so you're kind of like me where where you were brought up in a certain religion but you didn't really feel the spirit you didn't really feel it in the religion so then you started I guess being open to to other things, and I know for myself, like I had a number of experiences when I was in high school and college that kind of opened me up to the idea that like, oh, like uh, this physical reality is not all there is. Like there are a lot of unexplainable things going on in this world, and and that's what kind of opened me up to it so was it with with yourself was it more like just kind of a gradual curiosity of you kept finding things here and there was there a particular incident that made you go oh there's really something weird going on here
1: oh i I will i mean i'll say my mother's death made me so hungry for information on near-death experiences i wanted proof it made no sense to me as a child Mm. and no sense as an adult that we would come live and then cease to exist makes no sense. Mm. Right. Mm. And that was cruelty to me to even fathom that reality. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I know religion offers another, you know, salute, uh, another uh, idea, Perspective, route, yeah. but also it also offers judgment and things that I couldn't buy into in yeah. my faith. So I was in between a crossroads, but what did make sense to me was that we come, we choose, we create. Yeah. We are powerful. Like that makes sense to me. So I started looking for the valid, the information, Edgar Cayce, Ruth Montgomery, near-death experiences, you know, communicators with the angelic realms, whatever felt. It felt like chicken soup for my soul after my mother passed that these things all soothed me. They soothed me because there was a little girl and someone and a woman that had been through so much. No. that I I could have come unraveled really if no. I didn't seek for myself no. the healing that I needed at that moment
0: interesting interesting yeah it's it's kind of so curious to me because so many people that I bring onto my show that there's some kind of inner calling like there's some event usually that happens that it is, challenging is is difficult to get through it it can be painful it can be traumatic but somehow that there are seeds in that event that that bring us to look for answers in places that we wouldn't normally look otherwise and that opens us up to like a whole new world almost a whole new universe of possibilities of of what of, of what could be and that often brings us back to ourselves doesn't it it brings yeah. us back to that place of looking at what is our part in all of this and the recognition that we are so much more powerful than we we give ourselves credit for or that society even gives the individual credit for
1: right and we have to ask why is that
0: yes well and and you know if you have any kind of a a anthropology or 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 sociological kind of education you know you know how much of this stuff all comes from survival and and it's so ancient it's so old from when we were hunter-gatherers wandering on the plains and that we had to work together as a cohesive group just to survive yet we're not wandering on the plains anymore we're not in that situation anymore but our nervous system still acts like we're there and so it's it's a process of sort of civilizing ourselves bringing ourselves up into the modern era of where we are and and not just acting instinctually that you know that that we have to do all these things just to survive so um I I I well I, I wanna then ask you kind of what got you to start Gaia Goddess, but we have a break in like a minute, so I'd rather go to break first. We'll go out a little early and then when we come back, I want you to tell our audience, like what was the inspiration? What was the the vision that you had that got you to start Gaia Goddess? And then what is it all about? You know, how does it serve people? How does it serve women? And 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 what is your vision for it? Okay. Sounds great. Wonderful. And I see loyal listener Patty checking in, probably from Tucson, unless she's traveling. So thank you, Patty. I see you on the Facebook Live. Let let us know if you have any questions or comments. And we will be right back with Maria Marshall in just a moment.
1: and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of
2: the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Maria Marshall, um, founder of Gaia Goddess. So, Maria, you, after the death of your mom, you went on this uh, spiritual quest, almost, we'll call it, where you really d- dove into the deep end of the pool. How did that lead you to starting th- this community of Gaia Goddess?
1: Well, what happened was shortly after my mother's passing, with all of the study that I was doing and healing work, uh, I I had to leave um, a relationship of a marriage of, of 26 years. And I realized I didn't know when I was married how much of that marriage I had chosen disempowerment. As I say I had chosen, I may not have realized where I was giving up my power, but I certainly was. And where I was living a small existence and where I had lack of self-worth and where I was even unable to dream big dreams for fear of failure. And where did all that come from? As you talk about the the pain and the trauma of the childhood, the inner child is where it begins. We don't have the cognitive skills to say, mm-hmm. oh, is this really true? Am I projecting? Or is it my fault? My parents are divorcing the the five year old who hears their parents fighting thinks it's their fault. So whatever trauma I went through and there, it was substantial, you know, um, abuse and I, I, I like all kinds of women's trauma that can be very lead to choosing to be disempowered because you're not in your worth. And you don't know your power and so you just choose a safe existence to stay safe because Mm -hmm. the child will do whatever it can to stay safe that includes not set boundaries that includes not speak their truth that includes you know not making demands that they know that they are entitled to because of the conditioning of if i do this i won't be safe so all of that had to be unraveled and 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 honestly, some of it started before I left. Um, There were conditions of my marriage that were just felt unsafe uh, when I started to look, when I started to see how I would have to live a limited existence for the rest of my life to stay and maintain that relationship. So I wasn't choosing for me. And I wasn't an, an empowered woman chooses for herself. She chooses to love herself and she chooses to fill her cup. Because she knows in doing so, she shows up as a light in the world that affects others and inspires others. But not only that, if she has children, she's energetically connected to her children throughout her life. Any healing she does, any upgrade she gets, any work she does on transforming her story or the ancestral lineage is automatically transferred to her kids so if you're one of those moms it's all about your kids that's enough of a reason to work on yourself i saw all of the ways i had to work on myself i saw all of the ways that women are not supported through transition you know i went through a transition through financial literacy also in business You know, women are not supported the way men are in business and in a world that needs to change, as you know, how can a world change if 90% of the businesses are owned by men? And I think it's more than that. And if, you know, all of these women are now having these women in business meetings, my friend just hosted one in Miami, my dear friend, Daisy Canovas, you know, women are talking about, we need to start our own businesses run our own businesses and also support women mothers you know mm-hmm. the legislation needs to happen so i saw gaia goddess is a platform and i would call it a movement mm-hmm. but also a community to support all of women in all of the stages of being a woman because you know not and i, I i'm a, I'm a feminist, but not to make the masculine wrong. Cause everything's a choice. You can't victimize yourself because then you mm-hmm. stick yourself in that story. Right. So what I choose to say is we as women have allowed ourselves and chosen disempowerment through thousands of years, still the, the scales are not balanced. So if we want this world to be healthy, if we want humanity to be balanced, and healthy if we want a a better future for our children how do we do that and and there's a lot of areas that that we need to support women and women in business women in transition and women in healing and um and women's empowerment means all of that it means do you love yourself Okay, you don't. I, I just was speaking to somebody who said they were in a. Oh, it was a television, an Emmy Television Award producer who wants to do a tel- TV documentary series on Gaia Goddess this summer. She said I was in psychia, I was in spiritual psychology school, college, and the pro- professor asked an auditorium of three hundred women, "How many women love themselves?" Two hands went up because saying an affirmation, I am worthy, it's just the beginning.
0: Yeah,
1: It plants the seeds and the universe starts listening. But what else has to happen for the, you to really align is you have to go to every layer where the onions, right? The grief, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the not feeling loved, the feeling shame, the yeah. feeling non-forgiveness of yourself for choosing so much pain. I had so much non-forgiveness. I have find it easier to forgive other people than myself, right. and I was like, "Why did I choose this? Why did I, this is so painful? What happened to me as a little girl? Oh my God! I'm I, I'm just uh, days and days and days of of, of releasing. They call, say Dark Night of the Soul. I I just hosted a retreat where one of the women was like, "I have twelve years of Dark Night of the Soul, and I'm a healer. <laughs> and I wanted uh... to know why I was coming here, and you know, there was like. Massive releases coming from the massage hut. She's still releasing. So, what a journey, right? That we're all on. And I want to support women on that journey because most of our society doesn't know even what you just mentioned today about projections. Right. Basic. Right. That can change your mood and your reality and your life.
0: Yeah, and just how yeah. you feel about yourself, right? Because when you come from a place of okay, I'm creating this, even if it's uncomfortable, you've put yourself in a creator. You're in a much more powerful position than if you you say, oh, why is this happening to me? You know, one of my teachers, Jennifer Huff, always uses the phrase, "Life happens for us, not to us." And just that little shift, that one word shift, makes a huge, huge difference.
1: Yeah. And even if it looks like something not fun, right? Even if it's painful, I believe everything painful, everything traumatic had I chose it. Mm. I had to have had that experience Mm. and I still am transmuting shadow Mm. and I still am dealing with grief, but every time I release that more light, more power, more love comes to me. And I believe that translates to my business as well. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm connected to my business. So what I do for me happens for the business as well, you know, Um, and I saw that clearly in Maui with these amazing women that came together. And the sense of like, oh, I never felt comfortable around women, you know, in California, it's very competitive amongst women, you know, and here, I I made friends. I I lowered my barriers. I was comfortable in my vulnerability. I could cry next to another woman and and not, you know, have to be the strong amazing healer. Like healers need healing too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean it's the old phrase of like it's it's the the people go into the healing professions are the one who need the most healing (laughs) and 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 also just one thing I wanted to say is what you were talking about before uh, about how when you work with women you change like the whole society like it's an old adage that if you want to um raise up a village you have to first educate the women because if you educate the men they're off doing things they're not really passing on to the children what they've learned as much but the women who are raising the children when you educate the women and empower the women then the children become more empowered and then you raise up the whole village not just the woman
1: yeah and also the fact that we are collectively connected right yes, we fear yes. we feel that during the pandemic in new york city the fear oh, yeah was palpable. I couldn't yeah. be in my apartment. I had to go out to the country because it was so dense for me and I'm very empathic and sensitive. But also, you know, when you when you love yourself, you are connected to the oneness. So yeah. if you're working on you, you're doing the best job you can for everybody else It's just by working on you. And if everybody took the time and had the awareness you know part of it is a understanding that there's something to work on how much of pain and trauma is repressed in our childhood absolutely i didn't see a lot of it until the pandemic i i was so enraged at god most of my life i did and i <laughs> i call god goddess creator source consciousness that's for me right. it's all in the same but i was so enraged as a child i never prayed and i never asked for help but i started writing and in the pandemic I started saying, you know, I need to see, please show me Mm -hmm. and one by one, they started coming these memories, these feelings started coming up to be revealed to be felt yes, sadness thing to feel it, you got to feel it. So, you know, you do have to feel it, but then you get to let it go if you choose. And if it's in alignment with your highest good.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. It's always our choice. And oftentimes we kind of avoid dealing these things because we think like, oh my God, if I open the floodgates, it's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be too much. But we actually don't have to make it too much. We can we can throttle back the valve and 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 experience it and process what we're able to in the moment. And that's kind of part of the work that I do when I work with people. It's like okay, let's go as far as we can go, but not to a point where it's overwhelming your nervous system.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I've i always felt that my higher self plans my releases perfectly. So <laughs> if I have a flight or I have an interview on TV, I'm not going to have that release then. Yeah. If my higher self's like, she's got like a two hour uh, window before her next Zoom call, we're gonna have, <laughs> We're going to have all our chakras shut down she's going to feel terrible and she's going to go in her room and do breath work and that's exactly what happens i want to say you know off and on but sometimes every day of my week
6: <laughs> and wow. then it
1: might be five day break but you know we're we we have active stages and then we mm. can have little breaks and not making ourselves wrong you know knowing it's right. What is the golden you know what is the rainbow at the end you know what is the the nugget um what what's the incentive to going in on that journey and to embark on it you know and sometimes our souls will tap us on the shoulder to get us to wake up and it gets louder if we ignore it
3: (laughs) (laughs) and
0: that tap turns into a two by four up the side of the head if you don't listen to it so I, I would love to hear a little bit more about like what actually happens on these retreats, but we, we got to take our last break of the show. When we come back, let's just dive into a little bit more about, you know, what are these retreats like? You know, why would a woman be interested in coming to one of these retreats? And then we'll close off. You'll, you'll give out your information of how people can find out more. Okay, Maria?
1: Sounds perfect.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time, right here in talkradio.nyc and 10 a.m. on Wednesdays at KMET in Palm Springs, California. And we will be right back to finish up with Maria Marshall in just a moment.
4: Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic.
0: so you mentioned like you just came back from a retreat in Maui and this is this is what you do with Gaia Goddess right I mean this is you bring women together to have an experience what happens at these retreats why if I was a woman why would I be interested in coming to one of these
1: well, thank you for the question and I just also like to clarify that in addition to retreats there would be one day events we offer a virtual sanctuary for a free membership Uh, The next one is on conscious dating and relationships, which should be fantastic with Dr. Tranquility. So uh, in addition to classes and courses and supportive groups, supporting mothers or women in transition, we do have retreats. and The in-person experiences are very important. You can get to a lot online, as you know, but you know how important um, yeah. feeding, feeling the energy around you. So Maui was magical. Um, we had a lot of very uh, uh, conscious beings there, people that ha understood breath work and understood um, some of the modalities we were using. The what they had five days of movement, yoga, you know, restorative practices for the body to calm the nervous system we offered a beautiful cacao ceremony as you know cacao is a heart opener also has all of these you know serotonin and um you know cardiovascular benefits so it's it's really great but set with intention and ceremony as you're very used to doing with shamanism uh people can open their hearts and ask to have more love, but also ask to release pain. Say somebody just passed, you know, grief, unresolved grief, unresolved things that we stuff in our bodies, things that we hold on are blockages to our energetic system. So we had that. We had an amazing hula hoop class, which was fun and got us connected to our inner child, taught by lindsay who was a rockette for 16 years and Uh, it was so fun i don't think i ever did a hula hoop in my life but it was also important for women to move their hips we uh have to move our hips we have to do hip circles so for greece we're probably going to do a belly dancing class Uh so there's a way to make it fun there's a way to talk about intuition and how do we use it we had an intuition class we had uh dear we we did um Guasha. Uh, one of the practitioners has this amazing guasha practice and tools and one night we were all in our robes and we just went into the tension points in our face and we worked on one side first and then looked at the other and we're like oh my god it's <laughs> totally different the left side of my face I, I gotta get the other side looking like this and my friend woke up in the morning and her face swelling went down um we had people around- Reiki circle, and I sang and used an instrument, um, and I felt the spirits of, of Maui, and one of them even, you know, saw and got a message: "You are all protected and welcome, and thank you for coming." You know, it was like we were almost greeting. It, it felt like the energy even elevated. And Lumeria has crystals all around, and the plants. I mean, the vibration, the vortex is definitely a great spot for healing. So the idea of the retreats is to take women to places where are are fun to go to Greece is the next. It's gorgeous. Um, People love Greece in the summer in July. Our dates July 20th to 25th. We can't wait. The owners of the retreat center are also healers. They're going to be talking about the goddess energy, the Greek goddess energy, Um, you know, and it's just really interesting to combine education tools with healing modalities. And also a takeaway, you know, there's an integration that happens afterwards, so we want to support women when they come on these retreats, check back in with us, and there aren't any companies that are doing this, what are you doing, how have you integrated like making offerings to Gaia. For supporting us, we gave back. We offer prayer. We we did a womb ceremony by the ocean and went into the ocean afterwards and had, you know, roses and used the petals and like it was so beautiful. If you went on our Instagram, Gaia Goddess Lifestyle, many of the women that came posted reels recapping and with such amazing things, they all had incredible, incredible experiences. It superseded my expectations. I knew it would be amazing. I didn't, I just, I'm blown away. Honestly, I'm blown away. And that's why I know that this work is so needed and so supported um, because of what just happened. That was truly magical. And um, Um, so anybody considering Greece should check out the Maui (laughs) retreat on our Instagram because they'll get the energy of what we did. And they'll see if it's for them or not.
0: Wonderful. And I'm so glad you mentioned integration because that's uh, kind of a big uh, deal in my world at the moment. I'm actually uh, in the process of doing some market research and and creating an integration program for people who engage in psychedelic work. Um, And it just... you know, so and it's so appropriate, not just for psychedelics, but for like anyone who does deep transformational work, you go, you have this tremendous experience, but okay, now how are you integrating that into your day-to-day life? Because that's where the real gold is, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes. And also it can be very unsettling. So I love that you're talking about this. I mean, I've done some of that work myself and and even in my own breath work with grief, like I feel really shaken. And yeah. I sometimes I want a break. You know, I want to just a time out. Okay, can mm-hmm. I just focus on my energies for a moment, right. and then go back in? So, guidance in that area I think is very, very important. And. I don't know how many people are actually guiding people so Mm -hmm. that they're not in a state of overwhelm where too much comes up. I mean, I do believe our higher selves don't give us more than we can handle, but Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it's not true. Maybe people have gotten themselves into a sticky situation because they've taken on too much at once, especially through the psycho, uh, trap, you know, the whatever kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because again, we do have free will. And if we choose to, Overdo it, then we'll get the results of what it means to overdo it, no matter what kind of what that means, no matter what we're overdoing. It can happen in life and and sort of normal stuff can happen with healing, energy work, psychedelics, anything.
1: Yeah, people Um, get depressed, right? And why do they get depressed? And people become addicts because it's too much energy for them to handle. And so they want to numb it down.
0: Right, right. So I
1: think you're right on point there.
0: wonderful wonderful so if if people want to learn more about gaia goddess if people want to get in touch with you what's the website how would people find you how do they learn more about all this
1: yes well our website is very well developed it's gaia goddess lifestyle Our Instagram is Gaia Goddess Lifestyle. We post on LinkedIn, um, we post on TikTok, on Instagram, a lot of the information on our um, grid about virtual sanctuaries coming up. Also, we offer a free membership. And along with that free membership is a very large content library of podcasts, of free self-love meditations that, I recorded one and when i listened to it i cried so i know that if i can listen to something and it touches my heart and something i did i it it works Mm -hmm. and this is three, i always want to have something for everybody and even a a woman that doesn't have a dollar to spend because i worked with the homeless for five years Mm -hmm. and i know they're limited resources and everybody deserves information education healing respect and Mm self-love every human on the planet deserves that so I will always endeavor to supply experiences to those that maybe can't afford it and you know to give funds to the underserved and so on and so forth one way I can start that is through the free membership but um it's available now and it comes with a lot of information a lot of interesting conversations we've had on podcasts and beautiful newsletters and blogs and recipes so um it's up it's running and we'll be doing we'll be announcing when we do events here in new york we're going to be doing one day events i even spoke to um an investor about something for um one of his 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 adult children that don't have five days and their friends that are mothers at work to Um, go to greece but could we could we do a one day healing and you absolutely can you can get a lot done in one day Mm -hmm. or just Mm -hmm. one experience Mm -hmm. so we will be creating those experiences um and we're stacking content for a paid subscription of weekly wellness that will support women with yoga movement breath um astrology the different things to tap into because i feel that having a regular practice of mm-hmm. supportive weekly with a community you trust mm-hmm. and know has your back mm-hmm. and that you can tap into and even mm-hmm. communicate with is something I don't think exists right now. And right. It, it can only grow out from there. You no, know, I see it one day being around the world. Cool. And um we just launched November second, so so it's
0: we'll still relatively about. new. Relative- right you i i i just want to thank you we're, we're kind of out of time but thank you for the work that you're doing i i appreciate it and and that i know women do need so much support and i'm glad that there's a resource out there like gaia goddess lifestyle for them so so thank you maria thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on the show i appreciate it Let, let's be in touch and, um, of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in every week patty uh, I see you sending some hearts and flowers out for you, Maria um and and thank you for tuning in week after week without you there is no show and if you missed any part of today's show remember you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc you can go to the talking alternative youtube channel to get the the video and uh, we're on all the major podcasting platforms apple google stitcher spotify pandora iheart radio wherever there are podcasts you should be able to find the conscious consultant hour and if you can't let me know and i will get us there Thank you all for tuning in today. We will talk to you all next week. Take care.
5: Thank you.